everybody to the PC Masteries podcast. This is episode 34. My name is Dakota. My name is John. And my name is Jones. And this week is the last part of the co-op games on PC. Uh, we're going to be focusing on party games this time. Mm-hmm. And then a little bit afterwards, we're going to be going into some listener mail because we forgot to get to that last week. Mm-hmm. Actually, we didn't forget. We, forget. we, we just forget. went way too long. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we'll be getting into that a little bit later. But first off, what has everybody been playing? Um, yeah, so still playing Final Fantasy, getting through that last expansion slowly. I'm going to probably actually stop. My plan is to stop my progress and level up my astrologist to level whatever for my for the story quest so I can get that experience. Because right now all the experience is wasted on my level 80. So I'm probably oh, next right. leveled. Um, <clears throat> so I think I might take a break and level that guy up and get him to that appropriate level so I can get that experience. Um, but other well, than that, what's that? I was going to say, not that Dakota cares, but basically, to kind of tell you how Final Fantasy works, you realistically, since his your Dragoons, right, is your 80? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, once you hit level 80, if you still have main story quests, the main story quest is like the best way to get XP in the entire game. So if you are doing main story quests and you hit level cap, all that XP just goes nowhere to so like so and, it's yeah go ahead well and then like all the like all these areas in the in the final expansion is stuff I've never seen before so you get experience for that there's like lookout areas you get experience for that and it's all just yeah. going to nothing cuz I'm max <laughs> level already so there's no point i it's good to continue the story cuz i don't want to you know i want to get to the end game but at the same time uh like one of our friends he had like he maxed like three characters that were level 70 just because he had them all ready to go and he just continued the story quest and leveled mm-hmm. them up. Um, yeah. But yeah, so other than that, I know I complained about Dark Souls 2 last time and now I'm like really into it. <laughs> I, <laughs> I've, gotten, I've gotten more used to the game, so it's a lot less forgiving than Dark Souls 3 is. And it's mm-hmm. more because um, it's not as polished. Yeah. And I think they went in some Ooh. different directions with stuff in it too. So rolling sucks. It is mm-hmm. awful. And so I actually maxed out agility at 99 in that game, which is what I did like a lot of reading on stats in that game. People are like, that's like the first thing you need to do is, is get 99 agility because that 99 agility means that your roll is on par with Dark Souls 1. If I get it to 105, it's on par with Dark Souls 3. So wow. I'm just put, I, God. I put it to 99 and now I'm doing all the rest of my stats so that's insane um it's it's still i'll get clips sometimes but it's not terrible the worst part about the game to be honest is stamina stamina uh like it like the stamina coming back and stuff Mm -hmm. is horrible oh it's terrible it when i fight bosses i have to like back away from them and wait for it to come back because if they try to hit me and i can't i can't block it i'm just done and when you get hit with no stamina that it takes like three or four seconds for your guy to come back to like where you can walk around because they do this like really slow like where they <laughs> so back it's like, up yeah and it's Thanks. like, it's like this is on. an audio recording john yeah so yeah yeah so they like, it looks exactly like this <laughs> yeah. silence yeah. <laughs> that was for y'all that was for us it looks uh, like it looks like you're falling backwards it's like a it's like if you flipped a turtle on its back and he's just struggling 
Yeah, that was actually a great analogy of yeah. what he just did. Yeah. Yeah, that's all I can think of. That happens a lot because you get hit by some certain thing and that'll happen. You're like, come on. And he's like smashing that and like. Say nothing to And luckily, the bosses in this game are really easy. I've died a couple of yeah, times. Yeah, I watched that one boss that you fought on the cliff or on the bridge or whatever it was. And you literally just went in, swung once, jumped out. Jumped yeah. in, swung once, jumped yeah. out. You did that the entire time, and the the boss didn't like change up his attack nope. patterns or anything. It was the same thing the mm-hmm. entire time. Yeah, the bosses are pretty easy. They do the exact same thing over and over again. I fought <laughs> like I don't even. I just counted it too, like seven or eight bosses or something, because there's a million in that game. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I mean it's it's just Dark Souls. It, it's definitely more linear, but um, I you am thought- enjoying. Huh? You thought you weren't gonna like it, and that's when they pulled you back. I, I do like it, and I don't. There is stuff that's really annoying. I say, I think sometimes they do throw too many enemies at you. Um, you say you don't I, like it, but you keep telling me you want to play it. But I do. It's a love hate <laughs> for sure. I loved Dark Souls three. I mm-hmm. love hate Dark Souls two. Okay. So, what do you like about Dark Souls two? What does it do better that? than uh dark souls 3 Nothing. because that's really the only thing <laughs> no okay <laughs> he, just, like, I think he just wants to play it it definitely doesn't do anything better than it's just a dark souls game so i i love being able to level up my guy i okay. love getting souls and getting to like increase his stats i like being able to increase my weapon it feels i feel accomplished when i'm like oh cool i can upgrade my weapon two more times i'm gonna do more damage now mm-hmm. okay. my goal is to do as much damage as i possibly can and continue to upgrade my guy and that's what keeps me gotcha. playing the game um, I still have no no idea what's going on. I don't know what any of the bosses mean. I don't know what they're for, what who they are, why they're there. I have no clue. As far as I'm concerned, they're just randomly placed there for no reason. That's part but, of the Dark Souls experience. Yeah. Well, at least in the in Dark. Dark Souls three, like you fight the king's son, sons, and mm-hmm. you're fighting like these different things. And it's like, okay, well that makes some sort of sense. I fought like some chariot horse. I don't <laughs> even know why he was there. Spartacus. Like you have to, you have to drop like a drawbridge, or not drawbridge. You have to drop like a gate down, and the chariot hits. It's like a circular track, and you have to get out mm-hmm. of the way as it goes by because it has like swords on the side of it or whatever. Or mm-hmm. or, okay. And yeah. You have to close a gate on it, and it hits the gate, and the horse attacks you, and yet the horse is the boss. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> All right. <laughs> Sounds like those <laughs> Japanese developers were smoking a little bit of the devil's lettuce. <laughs> It still it still is Dark Souls. There's a there's actually a cult following for that game. Like a lot of people yeah. say it sucks. Dark Souls two? Yeah, but there are a lot yeah. of people that like it. And and I've, I don't know if I said this last time, but I would say there's more people playing Dark Souls two than Dark Souls three. There's so many blood splats and and like messages. There's tons of them. There's so many. Yeah. And I, I well, want to say I there's kn- more. I want to say there's more in Dark Souls three. Well, one thing that I, that's interesting at the like little starter town that you go into medulla or whatever i know yeah. there's that little statue I, I was watching when you ran up to it and it's like oh there's been 406 million deaths in dark souls 2 across yeah. everyone yeah. playing it which is like okay that means a lot of people are playing dark souls 2. i think i think it went up by a million since yesterday when i looked at it <laughs> oh, oh my gosh um, oh, I, there, I thought you were gonna say since you've been playing and that's what's really cool about it too and something that's really unique about the game is that you can see that there are other people playing it, and I think it makes it cool. I think it's like a special yeah. thing. It's like, man, there, there's you can see there's people playing it. It's really neat. I did get invaded and got destroyed. The guy had like end game gear. I don't even know why I got invaded by him, but he like wrecked me. I I got I got to backstab him once, and I did like a twentieth of his health with a backstab, which is supposed to do a lot of 
with all that <laughs> So when I did that, I was like, oh, crap. I might as well just die. All, the, all, the, all those ghosts running around that you see are like other players, right? Yeah. Like the white ghosts? Yeah, those are actually just people trying to connect to the co-op. That's why. I, <laughs> I was just trying to think of a good joke for that. <laughs> but, all right. And I, like, I haven't had to, to summon anybody yet because I just haven't run into a boss that's really been hard at all. Well, most of them nice. I've died once or twice. and then. All right. Humble brag. All right. See you. Now I'm gonna get so wrecked. did Bloodborne come out before or after Dark Souls? It might have been after. after. No, after Dark Souls 2. It came out like 2016 something. I want to okay. say it came out like within a year of Dark Souls 3. Because it was like a different team. Okay. It was the same people but different team working on that. Because it's yeah. like a PS4 game. PS4 exclusive. Yeah. It used to yeah. be a PC for game. Now. If that comes exclusive out on Thursday, 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 Exclusives are super lose my cool. Exclusives are super great. But All right, John. Anything else? No. I mean, love, hate it. Great. Okay. I'm going to go. Speaking of Dark Souls, <laughs> I started playing Dark Souls 3 again. The Actually, the thing I really want to talk about, what I've been playing, it's not what I've been playing. I upgraded my computer <laughs> in like a yes. pretty massive yes, way. Did. And actually, uh, one of our Discord peeps that has been like just joined the Discord and has been super active joined and he's been listening for a long time zombie really cool guy uh he was selling a graphics card and he hashtag didn't scam me so that's pretty cool <laughs> but uh he sold me his he upgraded to a 2070 super i believe so he had a 1080 he sold it to me it got here in two days which is amazing from halfway yeah, across the country really good plugged it in uh it worked I did a charge back on my PayPal. He doesn't know that yet. So listen, I'm, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. When he listens, he's like, wait, what? I need to go check his account. Yeah. Go check my account. <laughs> no, yeah. uh, everything's worked out great. And it's it's really cool being able to like hook up That's someone awesome. on the Discord and meet them. Be like, oh, yeah, I have this. And like talk to him. And yeah, he's actually been super awesome on the Discord, like helping out new people coming in. Incredibly I don't, helpful. Literally, the, like not all heroes wear I capes. Mean, but honestly everybody in the discord has been extremely helpful yeah. to anybody oh, that yeah. joins and like wants pc advice so yeah. just shout out to everybody on the discord right now you've yeah. all been awesome absolutely wonderful yeah and we it's i think we we've touched that on a little bit and i was going to bring it up too i'm glad you said it that like surprisingly we haven't had any like big time trolls or anything on the discord like everyone I mean, we did really... have, we did have the furry porn in the okay okay but... we did uh, besides <laughs> that but but there wasn't really anybody in there but now yeah. there's like we actually have active people and mm-hmm. i was gonna say one of the games that i've been playing other than dark souls is fall guys and we actually got to play it with some of the discord members the other day that was really we fun did. i think that was, that was yesterday awesome. the day before can't remember a couple days yeah i don't remember um but yeah the discord has been really awesome the new graphics card so the first thing i tested with that i actually got it yesterday was dark what, wait Souls. what did you upgrade from again i had a 970 gtx 970 okay. and and how my family works is that my wife will get that and then she has a 960 and then someone else in my family will get the 960 and then <laughs> i think her brother, my brother-in-law, has my old 770, so he'll probably transfer that mm. to his sister. It's anyways, basically, it's just yeah. a chain reaction of like the the food chain in the family who gets the better graphics cards. Right. <laughs> it's just they're like, all right, let's see when Joe. They used to have more family members. Card. They used yeah. to have more family members, but it's all a battle to the death to yeah. see who gets yeah. the newest parts. Yeah, who gets so. who? One man's trash, another man's treasure. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I did want to talk, uh, touch on Dark Souls really quick. So I don't want to say that PC gaming has pay to win, 
But as someone that just recently upgraded to an actual good graphics card, I don't know if it's that or if I just got better at Dark Souls. <laughs> but I was Probably getting helped. I okay, so I was running the game on low, like everything low, and when I would fight, it would drop down to like forty FPS, forty to forty-five FPS, which and is kind of strange. I don't know if it's because unoptimized or what's deal the deal with the nine seventy. I'm not sure because the rest of my parts are like up to par. I have a yeah. Uh, I i seven. I have a Ryzen seven twenty seven hundred X, five hundred core thousand hyper thread processor, something like that. I'm not really sure the details. <laughs> I let Dakota worry about that. The minor details. Oh, it's um, okay. I'll just have a stroke over here. Yeah, but I turned on Dark Souls and I turned everything to max, and I'm getting a solid F sixty FPS because I don't. It's like locked at sixty it's FPS. It's synced. Yeah. yeah, and there's no way to. Well, I mean, there's hacks to unlock it, but stuff starts kinda, to act weird. So, so another thing that I didn't know until I put in this GPU is that my monitor has G-Sync. It doesn't have... I don't think it has G-Syncs, it has, G-Sync it's, but it's it is G-Sync compatible. It's G-Sync compatible. Sorry. Yeah. So, so it's FreeSync. I, it's FreeSync, but, but it works with the 1080. Exactly. So I didn't mm. enable that. I don't know if I'll be able to... I don't think Dark Souls really takes advantage of that because it's locked at 60. But anyways, mm. I'm able to run Dark Souls at max at solid 60, and it is... At, as John has been saying, like, the game looks beautiful. I'm like... It does. Not on a 970, it doesn't. <laughs> like, it might look pretty, but it looks okay. Um, anyways, I've been making a little bit of pro- progress in that. I've gotten farther than I've ever gotten so far. I've been enjoying it. Uh, played some Fall Guys with people in Discord. That's been fun. It's They're doing a lot to get rid of cheaters because there's a crap ton of cheaters That's playing right now. So I've been like playing it. I know Dakota's been playing it a lot more than me, but I've been playing it when there's other people, but not really super into it. And Final Fantasy fourteen continuing that, but no one really cares. So if something <laughs> exciting happens in that, then I'll let you know. Go for it. I'm done. Sounds good. I'm done. So mine's really short. I haven't played anything new. <laughs> Just more Fall Guys with the community. So uh, that's about it. Okay. Uh, if you want to play Fall Guys with us, join the Discord. I, I mean, it's it's free. Link down below. Also on our website, too. Uh, if We're trying to drive more traffic to the website just because it has literally all of our contact information mm-hmm. on there, as well as the podcast. Now, I do know the plugin that we're using for the podcast, uh, yeah. RSS feed showing up on the website, for some reason, sometimes been, just doesn't show the correct Yeah, like, it's been having weird issues, and it's like... It, okay, so I've I've had an issue with Firefox, Chrome, Safari, Edge, Internet Explorer, and it, they all do different things. I don't know if it's the plugin. Yeah. I don't know if it's the, the website. But usually, if we upload on a if on a Monday like we normally do by Tuesday, it seems to be working correctly. I don't know if it's just yeah. having a problem like refreshing and pulling the info to that. We'll look yeah. into it. I don't know what we can do about that. I, like here's the thing, right? It's a WordPress website. Yeah. That was the only plugin I could find yeah. to get our RSS feed to work correctly um, yeah. and have the customization features that we wanted to show the correct information. Yeah. So like, if anybody knows of a good free plugin, let us know. Yeah. But I mean, if not, we're already then, in, sorry, the, in the red. Well, the, the thing <laughs> is, yeah, the thing is too is like if you are one of those. A few people that are actually listening on the website which i don't know how many there are i know there's a handful probably then if it comes out monday and it's still not working our episodes come out monday morning every week then at 7 a.m eastern standard time when i do it yeah when i do it well no i did yeah i do 6 a.m my time so it's the same thing 
Central. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, all right. So, yeah, 6 to 7 a.m., depending on where you live in the, in the world. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, I don't know. If it's if it's just not working Monday, sorry. Listen to it Tuesday. It's on Spotify. It's on every other platform. So you can yeah. get it anywhere, basically. Anywhere. Yes. Okay. Cool. So let's move into the main topic, which is party games. This is nice. the one that I've literally thought we've been recording for the past like, four <laughs> weeks. Every time we come in to record, I'm like, oh, nice. Is this week the, the party games one? Uh, so with that being said, I guess like, so I know I, I feel like we we say preface in every episode. We're going to preface this by saying I, we we should have a I preface. Mean, you kind of have to. Yeah. So, and John literally asked this before we started recording. He's like, what's the difference between these games and all the other games that we've been doing? And I promise <laughs> you, we have not just been milking this topic for three week, three episodes. <laughs> like, these all are actually... It's The problem is, is that whenever we were doing the very first episode, which is like five weeks ago now, or whatever it was, mm-hmm. whenever we were doing the very first one, we, put up, we pulled up this huge list of all these different co-op games that we played, and we're like, okay... There is no one we didn't want to just pull out like our top game, top five out of that huge list because like we're well, we're like neglecting so much. So it's like, why don't we break it into three categories? And we, we they all like, have their strengths. Yeah. Which and, is why we did it this way. And so realistically, we thought we were just going to do two parts. And then when we got to part two, we had this slightly smaller list. And we're like, wait, a bunch of these are like party games that you don't really like play co-op. And we're like, crap. Now we need to do a third part. <laughs> and so, yeah, we understand if you're listening to this, you're like, man, these guys are really milking it. They've been like doing three episodes on the same thing. No, you'll hopefully understand that. The Welcome I- to professional podcasts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the idea behind this is that these are games that you realistically want to play with your friends. They're party games. Think of it something like Mario Party or Mario Kart, something or like even yeah. Super Smash Brothers. Like you want to play with your friends oh, or yeah. play with other Super people, Smash. right? But you're not cooperatively playing with them like Overcooked or Heave Ho or, you know, a Halo campaign, all these other games we've talked about. Like you are playing with them, but you're playing for yourself pretty much. Yeah. That's hopefully that was a really long preface. Go ahead, John. I thought it was a good description. Somebody can start. That's not me. Yeah. So we'll start with uh, Counter-Strike minigames. So we're uh, talking about Counter-Strike Source minigames. Um, And I don't know if uh, Go has any of that stuff. They do. They do. They do. Dakota's, that's probably what he's played. Okay, so we'll just talk no, about... No, 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 I've actually... I mean, you if played... you want to include Gmod in that, yeah, it's kind of the same thing. Yeah. So um, there's tons and tons and tons and tons and tons of little mini-games that, that people have made for Counter-Strike Source Go. And even, you know, Gary's Mod is is Counter-Strike, just a different name on it, pretty much. Sandbox, yeah. <laughs> sandbox Counter-Strike. Um, I know, like, we used to have... Like, I think we've said this before, but we used to have our own server in Counter-Strike Source, and... I think we did it every Friday. We would do mm-hmm. mini games, and it was pretty popular. And yeah, and at these mini games weren't the normal mini games. We would actually just do like tag and stuff in the servers we'd play yeah. on. Um, but they actually had mini game servers, and they had everything. They had uh, buses from hell, which was really fun. Like two people, two people would run, and and they get to drive the buses and try to kill everybody in an arena. And <laughs> yeah, it was like that just super sounds janky. awesome. There was pirate ships where there's they split the teams in half, and there's two pirate ships and uh you had to sink the other pirate ship and there was like a little boat you could get on and go attack the other side yeah with knives at each other uh there was like 
musical rooms, pretty much some musical chairs, but it had like little glass doors that would open up. You'd have to run into a door that's open. Uh, there was just, and there was even some where you like everybody would race to the center point, and whoever got to the center point could pick from like ten different games. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there yeah. was climbing maps. There was like tons of these little mini games, and we jumping maps. Like we would be busy on that for a while. Eventually, you kind of run yeah. into the same ones, but um, we actually still go back and play those probably once a year. Yeah, I would say. Yeah, and they're, so, they're, like, still, they're still fun. Still I mean, really popular. Yeah, there's there's still plenty of fun. I mean, honestly, Counter Strike Source isn't like horrible graphics by any means and it's still definitely playable and stuff i've never played the, the uh, csgo ones but um eh, i'm not a fan so. well well the, the <laughs> thing is the thing is with counter-strike so csgo is now running on the source 2 engine right they updated it to where it's running on the source 2 engine same engine as dota 2 so the thing is with counter-strike source the original source engine while it was not perfect it it had tons of options for mini games. Like it had tons of options, like air acceleration, low gravity. Like it had all these different things you could do, like console commands, and you yeah. could adjust everything. And once you once you could set up mini games, like oh, hey, this mini game is scouts knives, but it's low gravity, right? So like, and if you figure out how to bunny hop or you figure out how to do these certain things, like you can make the game so much more fun. Uh, I mean, they had tag. They had just so much, so many different mini games, and I, another thing that I really liked that I thought was fun was like Zombie Escape. It's, it's kind of a oh, mini yeah. game, but that basically like everyone starts running, and some person will randomly turn into a zombie, and you could actually pick what kind of zombie you are. Like, oh, you're a fast zombie, you have a lot of health, and while everyone's like running away, and I remember d- playing uh, like a Lord of the Rings Helms Deep Zombie Escape, <laughs> which is so it's like so <laughs> janky, but it's so fun. Like. Everyone's like running up Helm's Deep away from zombies, so they're all chasing him. Dude, it's so like, amazing. man, Counter Strike and the the imagination people have on like Steam Workshop and stuff, it's insane. Like yeah. just the amount of creativity that came out of that. I feel like that was I mean, I know Source came out I mean it's obviously that was like before Minecraft. That's like two thousand five or six. Counter Strike yes. Source. Because half well, half yeah. it came out right around Half Life Two, and that was two thousand four. So it was like two thousand four, two thousand five. Yeah. So the amount of just creativity that sprung out of the 2004 2004 yeah 2004 yeah it was insane and i mean you can still go now and there's mini game servers like we actually went and played i I know we played go not too long ago and we went and played Mm -hmm. mini game servers like there's surf and there's slide maps and there's climb maps like i mean counter-strike now is free like counter-strike go is free and while the source engine isn't perfect because a lot of people probably haven't figured out the exact dynamics of the source 2 engine to make it feel right Maybe maybe it's just to us because the Source Engine 1 is so janky and then we got used to it that the Source Engine like 2 is actually how it should be. We're just right. we're just like old school. I don't we're know. We're just used to the trash. Yeah. I mean, I'm used to yeah. when I want to play Doom, I, I put in a floppy. I don't like start on Steam, so maybe I'm just old school. I don't know. Yeah. But yeah, Counter-Strike, I think it deserves a spot. I know we talk about Counter- Counter-Strike a lot every once in a while, but it's one of those things that's like, the the biggest part, I think the issue with a lot of these games that we have on the list, other than one of the next ones we're going to talk about, is the fact that a lot of these are like four-player locked or maybe five, uh, six-player locked. Yeah. Whereas yeah. Counter-Strike, I can go on a minigame server and play with 20 people, 30 people, yeah, 40 yeah. people. Like, I could play with 64 yeah. people if I wanted to. I mean, it's going to be chaotic and crazy, but sometimes you want to do that. Especially, right. you know, for us, I've been thinking about stuff like, man, if we really grow our community, it's going to be really hard to like play stuff together 
And that's why we have a couple of good things on here that I'll talk about when we get to it. Stuff that, you know, you could have like kind of a cool game night in Discord or something mm-hmm. like that. For sure. But yeah, I think Counter-Strike definitely deserves a spot on the list. Source yes. and Go. I know I've played both. I think Source minigames are better, but they also had a lot more time agree. to develop them. <laughs> it makes me miss <laughs> the days of turning Counter-Strike yeah. Source on and pulling up the server list and it's like... like yeah, it's just like 50,000 servers and available. All, there's, all, there's people in every single one of them. It was like, yeah, yeah I miss those days. It's, well, the thing is, too, it's crazy because there's... You know, now if you go on Go or Source, you go on the community servers, there was probably like two, 300 servers that have people. But there's, I mean, there's tons of servers, but most of them are empty. Like that's just, yeah. that's just the way, because I, everyone just plays competitive. Because when there's match, I know we've talked about this. We have an episode about community servers and matchmaking. And it's like our worst li- listen to episode. Well. It's like our worst <laughs> listen to episode yeah. for some reason. Maybe you guys don't like that content. <laughs> um, but community, like, it's it's hard like unless you have a dedicated community like you can't drive people to that anymore especially with yeah. matchmaking it's just too easy just to start a game it's just well, too easy and, to click and start and you had i don't know if you mentioned this in that uh matchmaking versus competitive but i know that overwatch we played that constantly when it came yeah. out because it just had casual mode but once competitive mode yeah, came out you basically just like marked it off because you just it kills your enjoyment of casual yeah. like that literally the casual fun mm-hmm. laid back gameplay turns into hyper why would you take why would you pick diva it, yeah. as your main dude we we yeah. need another like healer right need now Winston, you know bro only yeah people end up taking the competitive mindset into the casual uh-huh. and it really ruins the environment the toxicity altogether. the toxicity yeah. of competitive pours over into casual for yeah. stuff like overwatch and i i mean that it killed the game for me because if you go play a normal game people take it like they're playing ranked so it's like yeah. why even have casual just have ranked like why yeah. even have i don't know as soon as, as soon as you associate a number with somebody they like lose their mind <laughs> literally yeah. lose and it. i think it also it also attracts a certain type of person mm-hmm. which ends up being that person like you said that just mm-hmm. goes crazy when they have a number up yeah. against how good they are yeah they it's yeah. like justification to a means to an end like oh well right. my ep is bigger than your ep so there you go it's like dude you're silver <laughs> i don't know what to tell you <laughs> anyways we can move on from counter-strike dakota you can hit right. us with the next one i'm gonna hit you with the jackbox yes. so jackbox yes. i don't do you think a lot of people know about Jackbox? Yes, there's I think six so, of yeah. them. There's six of them, so I would assume so. Okay. Well, <laughs> they're making a Jackbox. seventh one. Are they really? Yeah. Of course okay, they are. Cool. They made six. Why not make seven? <laughs> so, Jackbox is like a jack of all games basically in Well, it it started as it started as a trivia game called You Don't Know Jack. And then they they made Quiplash and they made all these other mini games and they decided just to put them in one pack together. That's basically what happened. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, so You Don't Know Jack is actually the original game. That's just like a trivia card game. And then they made all these other little games. They're like, wait, why don't we just like bundle this together as like a party pack? And that's why okay. they have Jackbox Party Pack. <laughs> okay. There's your history lesson for today. Thank you. <clears throat> so this uh, funny story about this game is that my roommates who i wouldn't say are like they play like Fortnite and stuff on console mm-hmm. but uh nice. they you know you i would probably rate them as up. as casual 
Uh, so, but they like, they know about Jackbox and Mm -hmm. they've played it with their friends before. So it's not just a PC exclusive, like small niche game. Like Mm -hmm. it is actually a popular game. And I think what makes it so popular is that, yeah, you need a console or PC to set it up, but people connect with With their their phones. Uh huh. Yeah. Which makes it so accessible. I played it. It's, it's pretty cool with the phone. Yeah. Yeah. It's we we actually played it here with everybody. Like I put it on my laptop in the living room. I think I don't know if you yeah. were here or not. And literally everybody just grab your phone and you just go to the website, type in the code, and boom, you can play. Yeah. With like it makes people, it so like incredibly accessible. Oh yeah, they're and even they're so smart because because it's that way and it connects to a website. Like you mm-hmm. can literally play this game with people across the world anyway. and then just stream it through Discord to uh-huh. them. We've done that a couple times. Mm-hmm. That's so, basically what I was just talking about that I was sort, pseudo planning on doing. Eventually, if we have enough people interested, just doing like a Jackbox party night because literally one of us can just stream it on Discord and everybody can just log in and yeah. play. Like, why not? Yeah. That'd be awesome. Yeah, it's it it, it is a, an incredibly accessible game mm-hmm. to everybody, mm-hmm. and I think that's one of the parts that makes it so much fun. And did you know that you can play with ten thousand people? Wait, uh-huh. what do you mean? Did you know that? No. That so whenever you whenever you play most of the games are between I think they're usually between 6 to 10 people. At the, most of them are around yeah. 8 is the max. But you can actually have if you have 8 people that are actually playing, you can have other people can still join as the audience and they still get options to affect the game. So huh. like oh, wow. so you can actually have like you know, five thousand people watching your game and like do something. I know one of those games that's like the murder mystery one, where it's like you yeah. you try not to die and like you try to you know not turn to a ghost and all that. I know the audience can really affect that because they can take away some of the answers on the trivia question stuff. I've seen that. It's actually really oh, cool. So like, really cool. so like if we had you know if we had okay the room filled up with whoever joined, everyone else can actually yeah. still participate and play along. And like That's you can choose cool. to like help some people or like screw some people over. So it's actually pretty it's actually like really smart because they're like, yeah, you can play with up to ten thousand people per game. Like, what? It's insane. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Super cool. So yeah, Jackbox is how much is Jackbox usually? I know it goes on sale a lot. The new whenever they release a new one, I want to say it's around thirty to forty dollars. I know it can be on the That's on the pricier end. Steep. I know it's at least thirty dollars because I bought Jackbox Six on sale on the last sale, and it was like twenty five bucks, I think. Okay. But oh, each Jack each Jackbox does come usually with at least five games. They're not always good, but if you think about it that way, I'm like, okay, yeah. you pay five bucks a game. Some of the games are good, some of them are not. So I think I actually refunded Jackbox 6 because I didn't really care for a lot of the games in it. But that's the thing about there's six of them, and they all still work kind of the same way. So just go on Steam, look for the Jackbox that has the games that you want to play, and buy that one. Because right. usually the old right. ones are a little bit cheaper, and especially on a sale. Like anything other than the newest one is going to be like dirt cheap, like under 10 bucks. Yeah. It's definitely great. That's, that's probably one of our – I mean, all these are – and also, we didn't say we're not really doing top five or honorable mentions. This is kind of just the ones we picked of stuff you should try and play with your friends. Not, but, that, but Jackbox is definitely up there because that's that's it's one of those games you can play with a lot of people, so, and it's really sure. easy to get anybody into it. That's a, that's a game that you can like oh bring you your can la- play that with your parents. That's what oh, I'm yeah. saying. You I can bring it, bring family. it to yeah, bring it to bring it you know family gatherings or whatever. But even if you have a tablet or something, I think they actually yeah. have it on like iOS and stuff. You can. I play. think so. Yeah. Okay. 
Uh, I guess I can read the next one, unless you guys have anything else to say about Jackbox. Nope. This is definitely not sponsored by Jackbox. Okay. (laughs) Uh, The next one we can talk about is Pummel Party, which I actually was talking about on Discord with one somebody. I think it was Ziggy or somebody on Discord the other day. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was. And... um, he was saying something oh yeah it's a lot like mario party or like i wish there was a game like mario party i'm like oh there is a game like mario party it's called pummel party it's like oh really and started talking i was like yeah it's basically mario party with like itchy and scratchy simpsons violence (laughs) (laughs) it's like mario party but you know mario party you wish you could like hurt the other player like this one you just kill them you straight up can shoot them with a shotgun (laughs) yeah it's like the pg-13 rated r mario party where you can But it's literally set up almost exactly like Mario Party. Like you have a game board, you roll dice to move. You basically are, you go around to collect trophies instead of stars. It's basically like it. It really looks like the bootleg like Walmart it version is. of Mario Party. But it's actually it really fun. And it's and it's mom. Can we get Mario Party at home? We have. We Mario already Party. have Mario Party at home. It's Pummel, Pummel Party. Party. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's actually really fun. I don't know if John has played this. Nope, <clears throat> I have okay. not played Pummel Party. Okay. Okay, it is actually. Really I know. Fun, I though. know. Jones and I have played this quite a bit with yeah. our group as well. Yeah. It's it's so much fun. Yeah, and it's so the mini games are all pretty unique too. Yeah, there and it's just like and the good thing about it is that you can actually go in and you can customize the custom. Oh, they did they did change it so you can't you still be able to play with four people, but now you can play with eight. So you can actually play like. Uh, eight player game which is great and they have they they actually have been still updating it adding new mini games and stuff which obviously for playing mario party they don't do that because it's just a, you know yeah. it's not on pc so wah, wah. um but yeah the mini games are good <laughs> there are some that are pretty bad but the, when you start the game you can actually go in and turn off any mini game you don't want to play which is amazing that yeah. these types of options should be in like every game especially every if it's a party, party game. game should have options where you can turn off like oh you don't want to play the really boring flying game that's awful and has terrible controls oh, you don't want to play team tail tag <laughs> hey, we'll, in we'll, fall guys we'll get to that because one. We'll the get to netcode that one. is garbage <laughs> but yeah pummel party i want to say that it, normally it's like 15 bucks only but on sale it's usually under 10 bucks and yeah. Uh, you know what? Did we try Steam Remote Play together? I think it works with mm. with Pummel Party because you can use controllers. If you use controllers, it works. I would imagine so. With up to eight people. So you literally could yeah. spend $10 and have eight people playing Mario Party. As long as you're using controllers. but 99% of the time it works every time. Yeah. <laughs> Steam Remote Play together is pretty great. So, yeah. But it's one of those games that's like, hey, if you have four friends that want to try it or eight friends, it's worth the 10 bucks. It's it is worth it. You're going to get your money's worth by the first. You're going to be laughing so much whenever you're murdering your friends. So it's great. Yeah. Yeah. And some some maps, I don't know exactly how Mario Party works because I honestly Mm -hmm. haven't played it for years. But some of the maps in Pumble Party have gimmicks to them. Like I know the haunted uh, the like haunted house map, basically. There's a giant like monster that walks around with a butcher knife and if you're close to them he'll like kill you and send you back to the beginning of the board yeah so it's mario mario party is the same thing like they have different boards that have different gimmicks like that like yeah bone party is like a pirate map so like if you it'll flood and you'll like take damage and just get eaten by sharks and stuff but yeah but yeah it's definitely worth it it's pretty fun cool all right john <clears throat> so i'll go over we have a couple that are we're just going to kind of consider the same thing because they're kind of are 
Um, <laughs> we have Gang Beast, Human Fall Flat, and Fall Guys. So I've only played Fall Guys, so I'll talk about Fall Guys and let you guys talk to the other two. But, um, that sounds good. So Fall Guys, you play a bean, and you need Jelly to get to bean. the end. And um, <laughs> you, it's what is what is the best star- marketing what is this, ever? What is the huh? starting amount of people that play in a map? 60. 60. 60. So you know it's it's like a wipeout uh, mm-hmm. with with about yeah. sixty people. It's actually co- a really cool idea. It's good fun. Um, there's definitely stuff that needs to be worked on. I f- <laughs> I feel like for the amount that you pay for it, there's not enough content in the game, which might be mm-hmm. a, might may or may not be a hot take, but I think that I, was it twenty bucks? Twenty bucks, yeah. Twenty bucks, yeah. and you. After three games, you've played all the maps, and you're pretty much replaying everything again. And the ma- and what's a, a game lasts like ten minutes, maybe longer. Uh, no, games can last like De- twenty or thirty minutes, depending, depending on, on how good you are. For you, they last ten minutes. Yeah. So <laughs> it is. It is fun. It does get ruined. It's... Like the team games absolutely ruin the game. Oh yeah, every single They're, one of the team they games suck. is garbage. They're all terrible. The <laughs> They are like I think there's it's I'm such a, a bad I'm idea for that Twitter guy. Like most of the game, you're fighting for yourself, which how it is how it should be. Like mm. you you are fighting so that you can be the top person and win. But then, mm. but even dude, man, I don't know how many times you guys have watched me stream that game, but I'll be honest, half the time I get screwed over by netcode. I could, oh yeah, I don't know who was watching, but I was I made it to the top of the last mountain to get the crown. Mm-hmm. I grabbed oh it was Izzy, it was your wife that was watching. Mm-hmm. I grabbed onto the crown and I was holding on to it and some guy on the opposite side jumped up and grabbed it and he was the one that got it somehow even though I'm literally holding on to the crown just waiting to win. Talking about netcode. Like, the the worst of the team that's games. So bad. I, I had to say the worst cuz they all are terrible but uh <laughs> The tail tag, tail tag is the dumbest thing they could have ever done in that game. Yeah, and uh, I don't, I don't mind the no, single, they're, the they're single player one as much because I feel like that one's a little bit more fair. But the team tail tag, it's all terrible. But I, I, I like the single player one better, not the yeah. final okay. one because there's a difference because they have the single player one and then they also have the finale one. The finale one is yeah. such a terrible way to pick a winner. But yeah. the tail tag is pretty much if you don't know what it is. Um, half of the the people playing start with a tail. It's it's like capture the flag or uh, what's it? Um, Pin the tail on the donkey or uh, like <laughs> flag football kind of kind of something like that. You have to grab it from somebody else. But oh uh, yeah, I see what you're yeah, talking about. Yeah, so yeah. Uh, everybody has tails or half the people have tails. You have to grab their tail from them and take it, and then now you have a tail. And the goal is to have a tail. And it's it's but it's also divided up into teams. So basically, your team yeah. wants to have more tails than the other teams do, mm-hmm. and half of your teammates start with tails, half of all the other teammates start with tails. So basically, you want to try to steal all the tails from everybody else and make sure everyone on your team has a tail. The problem is, which is the same for everybody, but it whenever you grab somebody's tail, you have to be like on top of them. But when somebody takes it from you, they're like two or three people away from you, and you're like, I don't even yeah. know how to to counter anything because. Then that's I think that code's so terrible you can't even decide yeah. what to do because you're just taking it from you from so far away, and uh, the the team games definitely definitely take it down. But um, <laughs> what? I'm just I'm just happy because you guys just said tail about eight hundred times. <laughs> 
That's because we hate tail game. I'm like, count, I'm like counting in my head like how many times John said tail in a row. And he said tail like <laughs> at least 40 times. Well, it's the worst game. They, okay. I mean, there, there are okay. some other issues, but what's up? What's up? No. Okay. Tail tag is terrible. I 100% agree, but it is not the worst game in Fall Guys. Are you talking about egg, not egg scramble or whatever? The egg, egg scramble. scramble is 100% the worst game. In in okay, so basically, egg scramble is you literally go. There's a bunch of eggs in the middle of that this, spawn in the center, and there's three teams, right? And that you each have a basket, and you have to go grab eggs and throw them in your basket. And while and the other team, you have to go in their basket and take the eggs out. And they're like in a hole where you have to jump up two platforms and then jump out. And there's like hammers swinging, and there's golden eggs. Basically, if you're on Team Yellow, you're going to lose pretty much 99% of the time because you have Yellow Team Energy. Confirmed by Fall Guys' Twitter yeah, confer- as well. Confirmed by the devs, basically. <laughs> but the thing is, is that the the mechanics, the grabbing, the jumping, it is a total Charlie Foxtrot. It is awful. And basically, if you're lucky enough to grab a couple of golden eggs or a couple of eggs and get them in your basket early enough, you pretty much win because you can just keep half your team in the basket with you and there's no yeah. easy way to get out. And you can basically just build a wall and block everybody in there. And yeah. no one can get out. No one can get in. And, and then you don't even have to worry. The other two teams will fight over their eggs and then you're just, you win. Like, you just don't lose i don't which i mean when okay as you describe that i'm like oh that sounds like a really good strategy Mm -hmm. but here's the thing there's no strategy in it it's pure luck you end up with more eggs because the grabbing mechanics are so i know i know one game i played i was fighting with i think it was a golden egg with like two or three other people and it flung it just flew yeah we were in the center map and it flew into our basket it went (laughs) yeah and it flew in our basket like oh cool i guess that makes sense yeah because the (laughs) physics are are garbage oh man i don't know i don't want to spend the entire episode talking about fall guys but like there's some serious work that needs one one final thing too with the team games is that um there's also uneven teams so they'll put you on a team game with uneven teams on a soccer match where it's imperative that you have the same amount of people in the team (laughs) right because if you if both teams have the same amount of players, right? Mm-hmm. Then there's like a back and forth that happens. But if one team has one or two more people than the other team, everybody can go grab everybody on the other side and then you have two or three like one or two people that can just hit the go, balls do and the goals while everybody else is being grabbed. Like it's literally doesn't make Unfair. any sense to play that game with uneven teams. Yeah. So they're, they're the hard. soccer one needs to just go away and if you're not if you're not from the Americas, it's football. Football. Yeah, they're 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 supposed to be hot fixing that, but I don't think that that made it into this hot fix. They're like doing a bunch of hot fixes, but I'm like, that's pretty important that people it doesn't go to a team game when there's uneven teams. So especially for yeah, something honestly, like that. Honestly, like the number one priority for hot fixes should probably be adding more maps. But yeah, that's for <laughs> yeah. another. Yeah. So that, that's fall guys. I'll let you guys talk about later too because I haven't actually played them. But yeah, okay. okay. Um, you can. I'll leave talk about Human Fall Flat, and I'll talk about Gang Beast a little bit. Okay, so Human Fall Flat is more of a co-op game, but it's also a party game. We threw it in here just because of how janky it is. Yeah. So Fall Guys, Gang Beast, and Human Fall Flat. What did you call them? Bean I, I, call, I call them jelly bean games. Jelly bean games. <laughs> yeah, basically, it's like a jelly bean with legs and hands. Yeah, it summarizes basically how they the characters control. Bean, like it's uh, all oh, physics for, based, and it's bean, all awkward. We got bean battles. Oh, we battle. battles. The, the greatest ultimate, battle royale. The, 
<laughs> the ultimate <laughs> jelly bean game. No, go ahead. So, Human Fall Flat. Uh, Human Fall Flat is just like an awkward controlling game where you and your friends are trying to get to an end objective, I think it is, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, yeah, and it's like sort of co-op, sort of like... Sort of co-op, but like there's so win. many ways that you can screw over your teammates that it ends up being more of just a party Can't, game that if yeah, everybody is drinking... Funny. Yeah, it's hilarious. Can you climb on each other or something? You can yeah, climb you on can do, everybody oh, and everything. You can. I remember Dakota and I for like a good 10, 15 minutes just for grabbing each other, like grabbing each other like shoulder and shoulder, and just in the pulling each other off of a cliff, like oh, and dying yeah. over and over again. It, it was a while ago, but you can grab with the individual hands and move yeah. them individually, right? Yeah, kind of like Hefo style. Kind of, yeah, yeah. kind of like Hefo, and yeah, Jones it's and I were so... literally just throwing each other. <laughs> <laughs> We were just trying, like, to throw each other off of the cliff and seeing who can, like, last the longest and yeah. throw the other person like off the sumo wrestlers, but with, like, really... So, basically, I, I think it's one of those games where the fun part comes of it, the, like, the really jankiness of the characters and the controls. So, it's yes. it's not meant to... You're not playing Mario. You're not playing, like, a precision platform or something. You're playing something yeah. like, hey, you gotta push over this big piece of wood to, like, try to climb up on this tiny gap. You can't jump, and, like, you're probably gonna die, like, a hundred times doing it. And it sounds super simple, but it ends up being a super hard task because it's just so awkward well it's like that's where the fun comes yeah it's kind of like heave ho another game that we talked about in the past is that like Mm -hmm. it's like oh you just link arms together and you like swing and then you go over there it's like really easy right i'm like i don't know i've spent 35 minutes on a level before so i don't know if it's easy or not (laughs) Um, it's easy if you have good friends yeah and it's like (laughs) well and also if you can remember which hand is which trigger (laughs) true and you're true. like all right guys i'm ready now. to swing oh that was the one that was holding all of us that's awkward <laughs> um so yeah that's basically humans fall flat uh gang beasts okay so i actually didn't know that all three of these games were made by different developers but they're all like the same type of game yeah. uh he, I, I wrote in here that fall guys is basically a battle royale human fall flat is the co-op jelly bean game and that would make gang beasts the like four player co-op pvp game where it's not smash game yeah it's basically like the janky version of smash sort of like it has the physics where you can control your different hands and you can grab people and they put you in like weird levels where like you're you're going up the side of a building on like a window cleaning platform that has the physics to it and you're trying to like throw people off and you're uh like you're in a wrestling ring and you're trying to like throw people out the wrestling ring and it's four players. So it can get crazy pretty quickly, but it's really fun because it's like the controls are like absurd and it's just, it's, it is fun. If, if you like fall guys, then check it out. It's, it actually came out in 2014. It was like the first kind of game, but I think when it came out, it was actually only local co-op, which was like a huge detriment to it. But now with like steam remote play, you can play it very easily with your friends online. Mm hmm. Boom. If you didn't listen to our last podcast about different uh, platforms, this is why Steam's the best. Go listen Absolutely. to it. Absolutely. Because, yeah. So I, we have one more game on the list that I actually put on here, but Dakota's played it quite a bit too. I have. So you can talk. I don't John's played it, actually. Well, I just know it. It's, it's probably the closest game in our list that you could consider a Souls-like game. Like breakfast. <laughs> it is, dude. It will, it will rip your soul out for sure. All right, go ahead, Dakota. Not you. Oh, I'm taking this yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So the last one we have here is golf with friends. And while that probably sounds super boring, this is not your typical golfing game. It's mini this golf. This is literally. 
it, yeah, it's more mini golf. It's, yeah, it's mini it's, golf. Yeah, it's yeah. yeah, yeah, that's yeah. And so you, there's like no like character that like swings and hits it. Mm-hmm. You are literally the, the ball, ball, and you have to push yourself towards the end goal. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the map design is really what makes this game mm-hmm. unique because I think the first map that you kind of start with is the it's like, like typical outside yeah, miniature mini golf, golf map. Yeah. And then you end up going to space. You go to like haunted mansions. You yeah, go they're to, like, really different cool. Dimensions. A pyramid, like yeah, you go to like a uh, Egyptian kind of map with like pyramids and stuff. You're like, what? Is and then there's happening? there's yeah. always one person who just can't do it, and they're at like what <laughs> plus stroke <laughs> stroke eighteen. Yeah, and you're like I just Damn can't it. make it across this, and you got lucky and hit it first try, and you're like, hey, you you're suck. Like, yeah yeah <laughs> or there's a w- so john's broken more peripherals playing this game than he has dark souls <laughs> if that's saying anything <laughs> i know there's one map where there's like a little stream and you can and the trick is you're supposed to jump into the stream and it, it takes a shortcut and no and, and it takes you and yeah. if you play with people who don't know about it you do it and they're like wait and they're like going the long way <laughs> <laughs> they just see your ball on yeah. like a little floating yeah. device floating to the end it's really the, funny. the one thing i was going to say that as is actually really cool i pretty sure you can play with eight people or ten people now yeah, like they it's, they it's actually quite a yeah quite a few people you can play with and they keep adding new maps which is nice and the other thing is that they add a lot of custom fun options like you can make you can to make it to where people can uh right click to jump their ball so sometimes yeah. like you might launch your ball and you need to like jump over something to like avoid obstacles and stuff which usually ends up being like a horrible idea. You can turn on low gravity. You can turn on high gravity. You can turn on the size of your ball being smaller or bigger. They can the turn shape to shape of your ball. Yeah, it can be an egg. It can be a hockey puck. And the physics of it are great. Like they they did a really good job. Like so, are you saying that you can control the uh, parameters of this game? Are you saying that that's a good feature? Mm-hmm. It's weird. Does that make a good game? <laughs> Yeah, that's weird. It's we've been talking about that a lot in our list of things oh, that's you can so do. So weird. Wow. And we and we still put Fall Guys on this? Yeah, looking at you Fall Guys, it's weird. I definitely want to play a custom game with my friends and disable <laughs> People don't want that freaking anymore. egg egg scramble and tail tag. <laughs> no, no, we only the only thing people like nowadays is matchmaking battle royales, baby. That's what makes the big bucks. And taking away names. Why? Hmm? What you say? Where you can't see people's names anymore? Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah well, that needs to be a toggle. That's because there's a ton of racist people on the internet. <laughs> uh, there were some. There were some names that were. There were. I mean, don't get me wrong. I laughed a few times when I played oh, yeah. But but uh, that's Steam in general. I don't know what to do about that. Yeah. But yeah. I just wish I would be able to know which ones are my freaking friends, dude. Oh, that is something they did on the hotfix that I think is going through today. Recently? Because I played it I yesterday. It, I think it's okay. today. Hotfix today okay. is that it's going to default to your friends or people in your party whenever you die. Thank nice. God. Thank you. Now, I don't know whenever you switch if it's going to go to your friends or if it's... They should just have an option. Like, you just like, I want, yeah. only want to spectate friends and I don't care about anyone else. Yeah. yeah. I only want to spectate my friends. Like, that's why I'm playing this game. Yeah. (laughs) But, yeah. Cool. Okay. So, that's pretty much all of the party games that we chose. Now, we did have a longer list here. Notable mentions are, like, Ultimate Chicken Horse and and those kind of indie-er games. Actually, pretty much all these are indies. Yeah. (laughs) I would say Jackbox is probably not the only one that's not indie. Yeah. They made a lot of Counter-Strike's not very indie. (laughs) Yeah. So, that's... That's pretty much it for the main topic. Now, last week we did go about two hours long, and we didn't, we weren't able to fit in the 
listener questions. So we're yeah. going to have a, a little bit of a longer segment from here on out, answering a bunch of the questions that were submitted. Um, there's actually some fun questions in here. Yeah, too. There's, there's fun questions in here. So, Jones, do you want to start us out with those? Yeah, I will start us out at number one. This is the oldest question, I should say. And this is from our Discord, and this is from Witty, which is actually one of the first people that joined our Discord. A little shout out for you there, bud. Um, he Can we uh, give awards out? Wouldn't that be possible? Yeah, he's the uh, longest listener that I remember, so he gets that award. There you go. No, no, I keep, meant like on the Discord. Keep that one. Here you go. I'll give a golden yeah. star. Thumbs up. <laughs> yeah, he, he gets the award of if you keep typing in Discord, you rank up. There you go. Okay. Congratulations. Gotcha. <laughs> you win the you win the game journalist award. Uh so his question is what game was a pleasant surprise for you? As in what game did you play not expecting much but turned out to be pretty amazing and why didn't you think it would be good? Was it a new developer, bad marketing or not your type of game? Which was a pretty good question actually. We all wrote some stuff really but I'm not going to start since I read it. Really interesting question. All right, I'll go Johnny. first. Oh, you don't want to start it? John can start. Yeah. So I was having a hard time with some of these questions, just trying to remember because I don't remember anything. And uh, <laughs> but <clears throat> my first one was Dark Souls three. I wasn't really expecting much going in. I was kind of like, I beat the surge, and that sucked. The story sucked. The story sucked. Oh, okay. I was like, um, oh, delete this and guy. And I was like, you know what? I'm gonna try Dark Souls three. I've never <laughs> played any Dark Souls games. I was watching like a hundred percent run of the first one. And I was like, I'm gonna try it, and I loved it. I absolutely love that game. It's definitely in my top ten of best wow. favorite games of all time. Wow. Um. Would you put it above the surge? Hundred thousand percent above the surge. Really? Yeah. Well, them fighting words. Okay. The surge, other than the, the how the, the combat was decent, was a terrible game. I mean, okay. I mean, I like the song, well, but I mean, that's just me. Tickle, tickle me. Surprised. I'm just saying, I, I, I liked it, but the the story was horrible. Like the well. I would I would say I'm glad that you played the surge before Dark Souls because I feel like if you played Dark Souls before that then you probably wouldn't have like you probably wouldn't have gotten no, the surge I probably, probably wouldn't have liked it probably and that's, and that's the yeah. same with Dark Souls too that's why it's harder to get into it because I'm going back to a game prior to things that they had fixed and made nice like yeah. quality of life stuff yeah. like you said um, yeah other than that I another game that came to mind was Prey I don't I would say Prey might fall underneath the not bad marketing but something I just didn't really know a lot about rough marketing yeah i would consider it bad marketing okay yeah i just hadn't heard a lot about it i saw i don't i don't even know why i played it to be honest i just remember getting it and playing it and i loved that game too that game was so much fun fantastic and i i've i don't know if i've talked about on the podcast but i literally played a character that carried around a mobile turret and i'd set it down and let it kill all the bad guys (laughs) oh yeah and i built my my entire character around it and I would find one of them because they were like suitcases or whatever, and I'd pick it up and I'd walk yep. around with it, and I'd set it down in a new area, and I would kill all the bad guys, and I'd pick it up and I'd walk around with it. And I, and I had there was a skill tree for the turret, like repairing turrets and more Uh-oh. damage and stuff. So that's exactly what I did, and that's how I played the game. And nice. uh, that's the story was really cool. There's tons of stuff to explore. Like their 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 story was reading computer screens, like finding people's mm-hmm. computers and reading emails. Mm-hmm. Eventually, I did get kind of bored with it, but I thought it was really cool. The story, the end of the game was kind of whatever, but uh, the experience was really neat. Once I kind of got over kind of how difficult some of the enemies were and how I had to like kind of play with that and stuff, I actually had a really good time playing yeah. it. I, I enjoyed exploring this giant, like it's like a space station or something, right? It is. Yeah, so I, yes. I, 
I enjoyed exploring the space station and, and finding new areas and learning about stuff. And you can mm-hmm. uh, find regular items and turn into bullets because they had like this weird machine that would turn crap into scrap. Yeah, into whatever scrapper. But anyway, so that mm-hmm. I would say Dark Souls three and and Prey. Okay, go ahead, Dakota. I'll go last. Yeah, so the first one that came to mind when I thought of this question was Slay the Spire. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm pretty sure I've talked about this game before on the podcast, but this is not a the typical game that I would play. Um, <clears throat> it is a 2D card game dungeon crawler. It's a roguelike deck builder is what it's called. Roguelike deck builder. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that pretty much sounds like the worst game imaginable <laughs> to me i would definitely not play that but i don't know what i think i might have gotten it in the humble bundle yeah you got it like yeah that. you got it for pseudo free basically yeah i got it for like basically free and like, oh, it looked heck? interesting i'll try it yeah and i absolutely loved it got so it much hooked. so that i got jones to pl- uh, to buy it spikes to buy it which is another friend that we have and also lightning too right no, yeah he didn't, he no? didn't like uh, it uh, he didn't like it it was the three of us really there was somebody yeah, else okay, that played so, it but we're the three that actually were playing it a lot yeah <clears throat> i enjoyed it a bunch but i couldn't beat it for the life of me i got jones and spikes to to buy it like months after i had originally played it and they beat it in the first couple <laughs> days and i was like man i'm garbage at this game <laughs> but uh that definitely surprised me just because it is not the typical kind of game that i would normally play okay um but then I also have Prey on here, and the, the same Prey that John was talking about, but for myself, it was the complete opposite experience for me. I was aware of this game, and I was aware of how Bethesda totally threw out the original idea for Prey, mm-hmm. that, like the sequel to Prey. So Prey 2, if you don't know, I highly suggest going on YouTube and typing in Prey 2 original gameplay trailer and gameplay reveal. Mm-hmm. Watch those, and you will understand the disappointment that I felt when I found out they were rebooting the Prey franchise into something completely different. Yeah, the Prey Two trailer uh, and gameplay is like basically my goal for if I ever start a game development company mm-hmm. of what I want to produce. Hmm. It was basically you are a bounty hunter that got sucked into a wormhole or whatever and put on an alien planet. And you're a normal human, and you basically are just a bounty hunter uh, in this crazy Coruscant-looking like alien world. And the whole point was just just run people down in this open world sci-fi uh, city, and it was it was awesome. It looks so dope. Cyberpunk. Um, yeah, but then I found out that they were rebooting Prey, and it was made by Arcane, which is like, yeah, Arcane made Dishonored. Yeah. Those were fun, but like, what the heck are they going to do with this sci-fi franchise? Nothing. Turned out to be a fantastic so RPG. Good. Yeah, so I I was super surprised that at how well they did rebooting this franchise. So too spooky yeah. for me. Those are my. Two I tried to play Prey choices. and then I walked around and I was like, wait, why that trash can wasn't there a second ago? And then I go over <laughs> and hit it and turn to a monster. Long story short, within thirty minutes, that game was uninstalled. Nice. No, thank you. It was too scary, and I can't read emails inside of a game i read emails all day at work so no thanks anyways um 
So I actually put on here that a game that was a huge surprise to me that I was not expecting that I would like was Call of Duty World War II's single-player campaign. I know I've talked about this a little bit on the show before, and I am not a Call of Duty fanboy by any means. I don't even know if I've played, I've dabbled just as like other people, oh, I have Call of Duty up, or like, okay, I'll play around with you or whatever. The last Call of Duty I bought was Black Ops for PC, Black Ops 1, and it never would launch. And I actually bought it so I could play the single-player campaign, and I couldn't ever get it to launch on Steam. I I actually had to refund that game because it... it I think every time I tried to play co- uh, multiplayer, it would like mm-hmm. it would crash the game, and yeah, Steam I gave me a really hard time getting a refund too. Yeah, I had to get a refund because it just would not work. I don't know what I don't know who made that if it's Treyarch or whoever, but anyways, it's a mess. Anyways, I haven't played Call of Duty in a long time. It was part of the humble choice for like I don't know within the past six eight months a year ago, and I was like ah what the heck I kind of wanted to play. I think the really the thing was I still I started watching this Netflix series called World War Two in Color. And they found they got all this found footage from all over the world of a different, you know, from Japan and from Germany and from everywhere of footage going on in that time zone. And they colorized it. And they basically got to see like different perspectives of these like famous battles and stuff. And I was kind of like getting like really hardcore into World War II stuff at the time. And I was like, man, I had this Call of Duty game and I heard the single player campaign is like half decent. So I'll try it. I was... One, I was impressed that I actually got through the campaign, but I yeah, no and I know I know Dakota was. I was also, super surprised. I was like into it. Like I was like, I want to keep playing this game. I I actually by the end of it, like I actually cared about the different characters in the game, which is something really weird about it. And they did a really good job with the campaign. And I know, and John can probably say, there's a couple of sequences in the game where you have to drive vehicles, and they they don't serve any purpose in the Sucks. game at all. Like, they're completely pointless. Um, other than that, the game is really good. It's like a six to seven hour campaign. It's really pretty short, but it like they compact the story. They make you feel important in it. Like, I, I definitely would recommend it. I mean, I wouldn't pay $60 for it, but I got it for like yeah, 12 bucks. I would never like, want to so. play a Call of Duty campaign more than eight hours long. Yeah, yeah, no, no. that's true. It, it to me, it felt like the perfect like package. So like once I was done, I was kind of like done. I was ready to be done playing, but I was like, I didn't feel like it was too long. I felt like it was like the perfect amount of time. I completed my object that I needed to do. I killed like Mecha Zombie Hitler or whatever it was in the game. I can't remember. <laughs> he was like a T Rex Hitler. Are you playing? Are you playing Wolfenstein? Oh yeah, I don't. <laughs> Wolfenstein Youngblood. <laughs> no, uh, but yeah, it was definitely solid and the other thing i actually heard that a lot of the recent call of duty campaigns have been really good but just marred by kind of the genre that they picked like the yeah sci-fi futuristic one mm-hmm. and then going back to world war ii which was like a year late considering that battlefield one launched a year yeah. earlier mm-hmm. and i just feel like i heard all of them were really good campaigns but because of the community outrage at like how long they were taking to get back to their quote-unquote roots yeah, yeah um they just never caught a critical acclaim yeah because like call of duty usually has fantastic campaigns mm-hmm. i heard that black ops 4 is a really good campaign it is the best yeah the best the best one. Oh wait oh it's because it doesn't exist yeah you big yikes you can go play the battle royale guys that's super fun the other thing i was that's gonna dead. say the other thing i was gonna say that the uh that wait no dakota didn't say that he wrote on here. What? Say the surge. The surge was great. I love that game. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, I love that. I, one. I meant to put the surge on there. I forgot. 
I love that one song that they play when you go into the med bay. I know we talked about that the other day. <laughs> um, yeah, it's, a prisoner. Yeah, prisoners. I'm a prisoner. I know. Yeah, I know. That's I crapped, great. I know. I crapped on the game. <laughs> I mean, that's the only line I know. It, it was a pleasant surprise for what I thought. Yeah, yeah. it was I about just, four to five hours too long. If it was like 14, 15 hours, it would have been perfect. I'm telling you, if been that happy. game had a decent story, oh, man. It man, definitely would have been way better. I yeah. feel like Hideo Kojima wrote the story for The Surge. No, my God. Hideo Kojima. Ugh, I don't even want to get into that. I don't. <laughs> do, do you want to play The I, Surge that, for 40 hours long? Not this week. <laughs> it's Playing a playing a Hideo Kojima game is like playing the in last level of The Surge for 40 hours. Are you going to turn to the next question? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'll do this it. one. So it's uh, another Discord question from Hellfire, forty-eight two hundred. Mm-hmm. Um, which aspect of gaming do you wish would will disappear? For example, for me, it's loot boxes. This is his perspective. Uh, for me, it's loot boxes. I think this will be on the list for a lot, if not all of us. Which I would agree. Um, luckily, I don't know about here, but I know in like. Uh, abroad like the uk or whatever in europe they're mm-hmm. they're yeah. actually like kind of fighting it cracking some. down hardcore um yeah hardcore the eu and uk are both going and at it pretty hard i th- you know we all hate it like it's it's just a way for them to make more money when it should be things that should be included into the games but i'll i'll, I'll talk about my stuff last oh it's uh it's Sorry, they're not called loot boxes in Belgium. They're called surprise mechanics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks for that one, EA. Well, yeah. here's a surprise. Anthem sucks. <laughs> oh, that oh. hurts. That, sorry, that was very, so, that was divisive. My bad. <laughs> I'll tackle. Yeah, we're not doing hot takes anymore, Jones. <laughs> I'll tackle this one first. So I have microtransactions as okay. my thing to remove, but it's maybe a little bit different than what you guys are thinking. So I have down that I basically want microtransactions to be gone. And I want to go back to the days of basically buying expansion packs Mm -hmm. that add a bunch of new content all in one drop. Okay. Uh, Reason being is I feel that the value for those expansion packs was way better than the value we're getting now where we're like being nickel and dimed for less cosmetics, less, story modes which i mean we really don't really get like story dlc anymore in in modern games it's all just like cosmetic uh Mm -hmm. like dlc that comes in the future um i want to go back to like how the witcher 3 and cyberpunk are planning on doing it where the main game comes out everybody likes it it's got a whole bunch of progression uh cosmetics that you can customize from like everything that you want in a base game Mm -hmm. and then you play that for a couple months and then a couple months go by you start to forget about the game and then boom Here's another expansion pack that adds like another 20 hours to the game and a bunch of other cosmetics mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And you're like, I am ready to go back to playing this game. And there's enough content here for $20 that I'm like, I'm definitely like going to buy and play it. So I would say Skyrim did it really well too. <clears throat> yeah, Skyrim did it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because that game came out in 2011. And their, and their expansions bull crap are really started. good too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they even did like, so, and, and sorry, not to, it, it, they even did yeah, it right too. Good. Like they came out, what was it, Hearthfire? And that was like mm-hmm. what? Like five yep. bucks or something, and then you could build your own house. And mm-hmm. it's like, cool, I don't mind paying five bucks for building my own house in this game. It's awesome. And that and exactly. that was still hours and hours and hours of content just for that. But anyway. Yeah, that's exactly what I'm talking about though. Like meaningful updates or expansion packs that you can purchase. I want to go back to those. I thought I think the value proposition for those is way better than the stuff we currently have. Although 
I understand that what we currently have is never going to go away. So I'm okay with just microtransactions getting cheaper overall. Okay. Okay. Cool. Well, since Sean just walked away, I guess I'll talk. Um, <laughs> I actually wrote on here because I think we wrote this question out like two. It's been like two episodes ish ago. I don't know. Um, so I actually wrote that if I could make an aspect of gaming disappear, it'd be toxicity. And I know, <laughs> and basically all I'm going to say is like, we've been planning on doing some sort of episode. We've been playing with it. Like since we started the, the entire podcast, we just don't really know exactly how we want to tackle it because I think that it's weird. It's different for everybody. It's so subjective. Yeah, and that's that's the thing. And it's like obviously it's all opinion based. I wouldn't say that toxicity itself is like it's hard to it's hard to put like a a blanket statement over it and say like all toxicity is bad. Like I don't think that's yeah. accurate. I think that a lot of it is bad and I think a lot of it is negative, but I think toxicity also can help achieve results. It's really weird to say that as someone that's has played in the past a lot of competitive games. And yeah. toxicity, people can take it many ways. I can, hey, you know what? I if I'm yelling at you in Counter Strike, I'm probably kind of an ass. But if I'm <laughs> if I'm yelling at you because you told me you were gonna do something or you were gonna go to B and you just ran to A and then shot me in the back of the head, yeah, you probably deserve to get yelled at. Is that toxicity? I don't know. Is that yeah? yeah. I might be being a jerk, but if we're playing a Getting team your game, comeuppance. yeah, exactly. If you're, <laughs> you know, but if if you say you're gonna do one thing and then you know say one thing and do another, and we're supposed to be working as a team, yeah. yeah, you might say, oh, well, you're being really toxic right now. Like, yeah, well, you're not helping the team; you're being the toxic one. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. While it's all a, a matter of perspective, I would like to see a lot of the negativity go away. And I've been like trying to like detox my entire life, my whole aura of just being a <laughs> negative person. I played an I played Counter Strike for twenty years, so I've dealt with that. Yeah. You know. Yeah. On and off competitively, and Rocket League, and all these other hyper competitive games where I'm like man, I turn into like a tyrannical monster when I'm playing these games. Like I turn into <laughs> such a jerk. Like I wouldn't want to play with me either. So I'm trying to like figure out exactly how I want to discuss that and not be like a therapist, but think like, hey, just because you can yell at someone doesn't mean you should. And just because sometimes you think you're in the right and hey, you, a lot of times you probably are in the right. Doesn't mean that you can't treat everyone else decently and just be like, hey, yeah. hey, bro, I really need you to go to B and watch the bomb site because they're coming on B every round and you're getting wrecked. There, it's I, like, oh, being okay. able to oh, take okay. I definitely constructive criticism. Yeah. Basically. I, what? There's 100% a difference between good and bad toxicity. Yeah. yeah. Like, I'll, I'll give you a quick example. I know, like, when we uh, played World of Warcraft, I can't remember which expansion it was. It had to have been Warlord of Draenor, I think. And they released, like, the first raid. And I was playing when they released... Like, literally, I was on it. Now, like, mm -hmm. they just released the first raid. Let's do this. And... We went in Discord and we were with this, this raid group, and it just came out like 30 minutes ago, and we were playing mm -hmm. it. And the guy was like already complaining about people not knowing what they're doing. I was like, how would we even know? And apparently, I guess you could go look it up on the internet, and you could there was guides or yeah. whatever. I didn't know that. And so I was like, of course people are going to die. No one even knows what this is. Like This is, <laughs> this is the first time anybody's played it. You know, and it's like... He's like, idiot! You can't! I can't believe this can't. Thirty and minutes I, ago, you I should be said that, yeah. I actually said that to the entire Discord, unmuted on accident, and I was like, <laughs> and the guy's like, huh, like he said something. I was like, oops, mute on the street list. <laughs> but like that kind of toxicity is like, come on, man! Like you're already, yeah, you know, yelling at people for but something, that, and it's like, 
that's like the toxicity that Jones and I were talking about earlier about Overwatch mm-hmm. is like that mentality of like everything is hardcore like mm-hmm. has to be 100 percent like elitism number one if you ain't first your last kind of yeah, mentality Ricky Bobby. like oh man i and how to fix that is such a loaded question too because yeah it's 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 ah. so subjective and every yeah. every game every instance is different so i think like something like overwatch it really irked me whenever they're like hey if if you have if you're on a team with five other people right there's six people yeah if those five people are queued up and you're solo queuing and they don't like something you're doing all five of those people can report you and you'll just get banned by the automated system because they're like oh this guy's we're gonna say that he's being toxic because oh we wanted him to play winston but he played reinhardt and then we lost so it's like ah report him because he didn't do what we wanted to and it's like mob rule yeah that's that's a load of crap too i don't believe in that i don't believe in like oh mob justice because there's more of us so whatever we say should go i don't think that's right i think there's definitely like that's why i want to do an episode on you know just toxicity in general but i think it's gonna really i think the toxicity argument can really jump into like game developers overreach and stuff like yes. that in yes in the actual you know it's like something like counter strike i mean even in source like you go in you, there's like unless you're playing in like in a tournament or something there's like no rules you can do yeah. literally whatever you want it's literally yeah. a sandbox you can say whatever you want you can do whatever you want if people are run the server and they don't like it they can ban you but that's their own choice it's their server they're paying for it but other than that like you can kind of run rampant you play something like overwatch and people on your team don't like the dps here you're playing they can all report you you'll just get banned like you can't do anything <laughs> yeah. about it yeah. and there's like and then yeah. and then the admins might just say well you should have changed the dps to what they want to play like right. what I'm, I'm playing this game and that's why that's another reason why i don't play overwatch it's just like dude yeah. this is ridiculous but well like you said it could it could easily step into developer overreach but yeah. everything is so subjective that you know it's it's subjective on a player uh standpoint and then also a developer standpoint yeah. like myself personally i don't care if somebody is being abusive in chat it's freaking chat you can yeah. hide chat in every single game that has chat them. yeah or you can mute them. Mm-hmm. So I don't care if somebody is being toxic in chat, calling me like bad words or bad names yeah. or calling somebody else bad words, bad names, because subjectively, personally, me, words don't affect me that mm-hmm. much. You I can think say that you effed my mother last night. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's, I it's, usually it's, laugh well, at it. Well, the thing is, is like whenever someone, you can tell like when someone's starting to get like super tilted, you're like, yeah. oh, let's <laughs> egg them on and make this worse. Exactly. Can't wait. Because that's can't the type to... of person I am. Yeah. Like if I see somebody else getting toxic, I am 100% that person that's like, how far can I push this <laughs> person? <laughs> yeah. So and, like, it's so subjective. And yeah, I don't know. It, that's actually probably the, a good starting point for the actual topic itself. Is mm-hmm. like toxicity is subjective, but like it's definitely bad. And talking yeah. about that, I don't know. So, so look forward to that <sighs> in a future episode. Yeah. We don't know when, but yeah, but we've been playing around with that for a while. I, I, we just didn't really know how to approach it, and we didn't want to make that one of our like first episodes, like toxicity, because it's like I don't know yeah. how to like approach <laughs> that correctly. Anyways, right. uh, so my John. yeah, so. I, if you've listened to podcasts, you know, like RPGs and stuff, and a bit. I'm getting sick and tired of having stuff locked out of the game for, and it's microtransactions, but mm-hmm. I, I can't stand when I play an RPG and I can't get all the items because, or, or there's a cool looking item and I can't have it because I have to pay real money for it. Perfect example is Assassin's Great Odyssey. I can't mm-hmm. tell you how many things are on their store 
There were so many things. I was I was <laughs> yeah. astounded. There's like there's so much in that store. And it's like good god, they they took so much out of the game to pay for it. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah. a lot, like a ton of st- like ship stuff, like making your ship look cool. A ton of different horses. It's all skin, Horse but it's all cosmetic. Horse. It doesn't affect well, your gameplay. Well, there's weapons too. Horse armor. Oh, never and mind. As like man, like <laughs> but it's single player. Not that that game made that big of a difference to, to have those things, but um, yeah, like like dark souls 3 like they had two expansions and each one added a zone and each yeah. one was like the yeah. first one was it's supposed to be like five hours the next one's like nine hours so you're paying for more content but all the stuff is included there's no microtransactions you get what's in the game and that's it and yeah that's like dragon age origins is another good one like they they added expansions later but uh what you get is what you pay for there's nothing like yeah. oh, i can't buy the the dragon sword for two dollars <laughs> And tell, uh, I tell that to Inquisition. <laughs> I I really want that to stop because that's becoming more of a trend, and uh, that it another one would be kind of be like Anthem, just because it is it is supposed to be sort of an RPG. Oh. it is supposed to be sort of RPG, but that game is like <laughs> a train wreck. That's a train wreck in every well, aspect. I mean, it's a looter shooter, and the whole point is to. I mean, is it? And, and so I just I don't like that. I'm just getting tired of having stuff locked out for for small yeah. purchases when whenever it, it should all be included. Like The Witcher Three, it's all included. Everything's there. Yeah, mm-hmm. you're paying for expansions, right? But that's it. And they and the expansions are extensive, and they give yes. you everything. Yeah. Like it's it's wasn't Blood and Wine. Yeah, that was the last expansion, mm-hmm. and that I think. Somebody said it was almost as long as the main game yeah, was. It's crazy long. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think to sum up question two of which aspect of gaming do you wish will disappear, I think we can all agree it's just Anthem, like the game. Yeah. yeah we once just that's gone, that would... I think the entire industry would improve. 2020 would I think, be improve. I think greed. Greed would be a good Ooh, word. Greed. Because it's not enough to make... Well, that's never going to happen. It's so. not enough to make $100 million, but, you know... <laughs> Or even way more. Make a hundred hundred million dollars and one dollar extra. <laughs> All right. Anyway, Dakota, you can I'll tackle this. this next one. Yeah. <clears throat> so this is a short and sweet one. So this is from Spigot. Mm-hmm. This was also from Discord. And spoiler alert: all these are from Discord. <laughs> <laughs> Question: If Laura Croft and Doom Guy had a kid, who or what would it be? Jones, you want to go first? Okay. And I think what okay. is a very good descriptor. Here. I can. I can say. I can say. So uh, I basically, we kind of discussed this off the air, and the only thing that I could come up with thinking about this was that the kid, obviously, is Kratos from God of War. Yeah. Uh, And I wrote, he loves exploring ancient temples, and he has a horrible temper, just like Doom Guy. (laughs) And I don't know, like, playing, playing a little bit of the new God of War, I was like, man, like, Doom Guy is just so angry, and he just wants to kill everything, which is exactly like Kratos. But he also is like going, like climbing up a mountain. He's like discovering like going ancient relics, like. And I think when we talked about it, Dakota, I think agreed with me. I agreed with you, and I also said it could possibly be Nathan Drake mm-hmm. if he worked out a little bit more. Yeah, if he was jacked. So <laughs> if he actually hit the. Gym. I don't know why, but I put Duke Nukem with a question mark. I don't know what made <laughs> me come up with that, but I don't agree with it anymore. I actually did think of Nathan Drake in my head, and I was like, yeah, yeah. And I agree with God of War too. I think those are good answers. Uh, Again, I, Duke Nukem, I don't know where that came from in my head, but that's what I thought of first. <laughs> what What's crazy, too, is that 
it's weird maybe we all the same thing maybe because it's Lara croft and like nathan drake like the uncharted series is like so close kind yeah. of related that type of thing i also thought of nathan drake like before i even thought of kratos but it's like mm-hmm. i think just... nathan drake nathan drake if he was wearing the like marcus phoenix gears of war armor exactly and then that would be yeah. like perfect that would be like, nathan drake was, is I... male Lara croft Basically, it basically and that's why is. I, I agree. Yeah. If he hit the gym a little bit, got got some bulk, then <laughs> yeah. If he, if he if he started eating and working out like Marcus Phoenix from Gears of War did, mm-hmm. he'd be the perfect embodiment yep. of yeah. Laura Croft and Doom guys. Or kid. just Nathan Drake with like Master Chief armor without the helmet. There you go, perfect. <laughs> <laughs> that would be perfect. Good enough. The Good game enough. is still like Uncharted, where you're in tunes, but you just have like a rifle <laughs> the whole time. I mean, I guess you're in Uncharted. Thank you for the question. That was actually pretty yeah, fun. Yeah, that was a fun one. Okay, John, you can do number four. Yeah, so uh, J-Rod... <laughs> oh, yeah. What's that? No, go ahead. Go ahead. Go so uh, J-Rod21811 asked us, what is your favorite ending cutscene to a game? And I'll just start off with this because I honestly couldn't think of one. I was sitting there racking my brain, and I was like, man, I, I guess I haven't played anything recently or anything that really hit me that hard that I can even remember. And I was trying to think, I, Mass Effect 2 had a pretty good one. Um, I want to say Bioshock Infinite, but it was super confusing. And it was just kind of... Yeah. Yeah. And uh, yeah. I, you know, <laughs> I, I guess a good one I would even say is maybe Bioshock 1. That was a good ending. It it kind of... It yeah, answer, all the questions are answered. You're like, cool. You know. And it is also dependent on how you play the yeah. game, too. The ending changes, which mm-hmm. is always satisfying. Yeah, so I, I'll just say Bioshock for right now. Um, I want to even say Prey, but Prey's ending was kind of kind of lame. It was like, eh. Uh, but for as bombastic as they tried to be, it ended up being really underwhelming. The surge, lol. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. And I'll I'll, Dakota. I'll, I'll say Go one ahead. more. Knights of the Republic. Why not? Throw it in there. Yeah. Throw it on the fire. Yeah. Throw Those it. cinematics were always like top notch. Am I thinking of the right game? Maybe you not. guys both went silent. <laughs> I don't think we're thinking of the right game. It's pretty. It's pretty <laughs> which which one was the one with the yellow lightsabers? I, oh, you're thinking of the Phantom Menace. <laughs> what? I'm just, I'm just kidding. Okay. Now this is pod racing. <laughs> I, I guess the cutscenes were good for the time. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. No, the 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 twins with the yellow lightsabers. Twins. What game is that? The twin. Yeah. Are, you, are you talking about the Old Republic? probably yeah that's not the same thing at all okay all right never mind scratch that they're both made by bioware one's trash yeah okay (laughs) i'll let you decide all right all right dakota (laughs) what do you got so i picked the only thing that i could really think of that made sense and i think john would 100 percent agree with me because he was there and jones too death stranding by far the best ending i've ever seen in a cutscene or in a game sorry Uh... was it a game I, I don't know. I didn't. The I didn't bet, get to no. watch the ending. I watched the ending that you thought was the ending, but then you still had like forty hours of gameplay left. Um, <laughs> uh, no, no, you saw the when ending. The lady just kept on pointing. But then at we also things. saw, and then we saw the ending part two. Okay. Yeah, we saw the sequel to the well, ending. I, I saw the part yeah. where like these commandos came out of the water, and she just kept on pointing at different things, and then the lady just uh, lady disappeared and came back out of nowhere, and you were standing there on the cliff yeah yeah something like yeah. that i don't really see, remember anymore see, see, see you got to watch sharknado but we got to watch sharknado too uh, <laughs> both disasters so this also says what's uh, your favorite ending so that's no, 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 your no. favorite yeah, yeah. ending is death Stranding. no i put death Stranding as a joke okay good favorite that... ending is uh titanfall 2 the entire campaign uh, was fantastic 
But the ending to Titanfall 2 was really good, and oh man, it makes me want Titanfall 2, uh, Titanfall 3, I'm sorry, so bad. Hey, you have it. It's called Apex Legends. It's Battle Royale. It's what everybody wanted, right? Stop, stop. Everybody wanted. We all love Battle Royales, dude. Titanfall 3, EGS exclusive, confirmed. Oh, please no, dear God. Please no. All right, I had to fix Discord. What's yours, Josh? Gotcha. Okay, me? I get to go? Your turn. Okay. So, Final Fantasy X. John has never actually beat it, but he knows the ending. This game is... I think you actually told me it before, so... (laughs) Okay, yeah, the game came out 2001, so this is not a spoiler. But (laughs) if you haven't played Final Fantasy X and you plan on ever playing it, skip ahead like 60 seconds right now. Okay, I'll give you time. Okay, three, two, one. Okay, I hope you skipped ahead already. Our spoilers are coming. Okay, Yo, you got sixty seconds, bud. Okay, so the the whole game is basically you play you play as a main character that goes back in time and or goes forward in time. I don't remember one way or the other. He goes somewhere in time. He's a time traveler, and you help you help this group of people basically stop the end of the world. It's basically the whole thing is you're trying to stop the end of the world. Okay. And you fall in love with the other main protagonist, and you have this huge romance, okay. and you finally like save the end of the world, and then okay. come to find out that the whole time you were a ghost, man. You were a ghost, and she goes to hug you, and you just disappear, and it's like super sad. And you're like, you spent like 50, 60 hours with this whole cast, and you're like expecting oh them to have a happy God. ending, and then you just kind of like fade away. And then she just no. does it. Yeah, it's like it's pretty heart wrenching for the other main protagonist. You're like, whoa, what? And the the main bad guy you killed at the end is your dad the entire time. So it's like a it's like oh a crazy God. twist. I know, yeah. like what I had played, like the whole yeah, sixty seconds. <laughs> the whole game is a build up for the relationship. <laughs> yeah, basically. But wow. But I will say this: Final Fantasy X has my favorite and some of the best music in any final fantasy game that i've ever played and i've heard so many different mixes of it i actually have a guy or i listen to a guy on spotify like honestly when i go to sleep a lot of times that he he basically replayed the songs but on piano and he calls it the melancholy playlist so it's actually like really soft and like yeah. really nice for sleeping and oh man it is like some of the best music i've ever heard and it's from you know a game anyways i hopefully yeah. uh yeah, if you have played it, then you heard that. But I try to do it justice in a minute. That's kind of hard. It was pretty good. I yeah. got the gist. Yeah. Okay. I was shocked at that ending. Yeah. <laughs> now you just <laughs> got to play for sixty yeah. hours. Yeah. yeah. I will say <laughs> that. So. I will say that game is absolutely fantastic, though. I haven't beaten it, but I'm. I think that maybe might be the next one. I really got to. I really got to wow. pay attention to Final Fantasy fourteen, but I keep on getting distracted. But. Um, I just I, I have such a bad habit of diving in so hard and I grind so much mm-hmm. that I burn myself out and I I've I think I've got my my drive and patience up enough to where I'm just gonna force myself through it even if but it's still good it's not like it's a bad game it's just I yeah yeah I would say for someone that's played the the quote unquote intro the first five hours of, of Final Fantasy X are a little rough for if you're playing it yeah, the intro's like long. they are it, it's it's pretty long and it's kind of like a little bit of a slog but once you get not past, as long as death strandings true but once you get past like the first time you play Blitzball and you actually get your main group together and start going through it's like it's really really and good. then the mods like, the mods i can't game. wait to use those mods dude yeah if you are playing on pc hop in the discord we'll hook you <laughs> yes, every, <laughs> it's just all dudes nude mods yeah. 
Yeah, pretty basically. much. Anyways, all right, Dakota, hit with us as the last question so we can wrap this up. This is the last question, and this is a technical question. You're asking how much RAM? <laughs> how much RAM can I download in the span of 30 minutes? <laughs> yeah, as much as your heart can desire. So this question is from Monkey, who recently joined Discord, and we are currently helping him uh, part out his new computer build. Mm-hmm. So if you are planning on, if you're still here, still, uh, <laughs> if you're planning on. <laughs> Planning on building a computer, we actually found out that a lot of people who join the Discord Discord don't actually have a PC yet, but they're planning on building mm-hmm. one, or they have a laptop currently, or something like that. So, I mean, we're more than happy to help you with this stuff. Mm-hmm. So, mo- that's currently what we're helping Monkey with. His question is, when looking at graphics cards, what... Sorry, I typed that, I typed that in really bad. <laughs> My brain just stopped. <laughs> Uh, when looking at graphics cards, what is the meaning slash difference between the boost clocks and the core clocks? So this one's pretty simple. Uh, core clocks you can think of as like base clocks. That's basically what the the processor, if you're looking at CPUs or the graphics card, is supposed to run at all the time as long as the card is working totally fine with no issues, right? Mm-hmm. That is the minimum that it's basically supposed to hit. Um, unless you're on like the desktop, not doing anything intensive. Like when you're playing a game, doing something graphically intensive, it's supposed to hit that. The boost clock is basically the frequency that your graphics card or processor can hit if all of the environmental parameters mm-hmm. are are good for it. So as long as the temperatures on your on your graphics card or CPU are okay, um, as long as the voltage for that. Um, product is good uh if you want to overclock you need to make sure that you have plenty of voltage stuff like that uh and then for a graphics card as long as your gpu is using like 100 percent usage and you're not like v-syncing the game to 60 fps and then your gpu is using like 60 percent you know it's not going to try to boost because it's already hitting whatever it needs to hit for your fps lock um that's pretty much what the boost clock is I'm it's gonna... like what you're what you can get if mm. everything allows it Okay, that's the too long didn't read version because I am so lost. I was trying to okay. focus so hard on what you were saying. <laughs> T- TLDR base clock is the minimum. Boost clock is the you should get this if everything is good. Okay, gotcha. that's what I needed to know because I okay, was like, bad. no, no, that's fine. You actually explained it probably what he was asking. But for me, I'm like, I'm looking at you and I'm like, oh, God, there's so much information. Yeah. I can't focus. <laughs> okay. I can't focus. Fair enough. Fair so enough. Good. I need to get better at that. The too long didn't read version. Because you're, you're talking yeah. at me like I know what you're talking about, but I have no idea. <laughs> Siri, I didn't talk to you, Siri. <laughs> okay, John, where can people find us? All right. The show's going off the rails. Yeah, so uh, you can find us. All our contact info is on our website, pcmrcast.com. We have uh, Twitter, Twitch, YouTube, Discord uh, links all on there as well. Um I know we talk about it a lot, but, you know, the Discord is still going. People talk on it constantly. If you can ask, like, there's people asking questions all the time. There's people always in there streaming and whatnot, playing uh, Final Fantasy, playing everything. Um, people answering questions, yeah. too. Like, we mm-hmm. have a lot of our viewers, uh, not viewers, Listeners. We're, we're nothing visual, listeners, yeah. <laughs> um, answering questions as well. And they're giving good advice. So, like, yeah. everybody in there seems to know their stuff. So if we're not able to answer your question in a timely manner, which most of us are able to, mm-hmm. uh, 
the advice that everybody else is giving mm-hmm. zombie especially shout out to zombie mm-hmm. uh it's all good advice so as long yeah. as they don't tell you to like download more ram mm-hmm. or play a fork into get an a toaster outlet. involved yeah 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 <laughs> unless you're downloading skyrim and i really feel <laughs> yeah like our discord is becoming a community too like it's mm-hmm. it's really yes. turning into that and it's really cool um we all talk to each other play games and all that stuff so um yeah and if you want to email scroll to the bottom of the website uh, uh to fill out the, the contact form on the website but yeah that's about it john i feel like that was a struggle for you to yeah say it, it was it was <laughs> okay good okay good i didn't, we got I don't know i didn't know i needed to point that out sorry anyways i'll edit that i'll edit that part out pcmrcast.com okay <laughs> <laughs> just go there just go do there. it just do it all right guys i uh, hope you have a good week yeah. and we will see you on the next one bye see ya Thank you.